This call may be recorded or transcribed.
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Oh 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared
Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Minister E.K. Dawson, is anybody on the line? Good morning, declaring victory. Good morning, this is Chad. God bless. God bless. Good morning. Welcome to Favorite Friday. Glad you're with us today. Thank you. Happy to be here. You too, now. Good morning, good morning, good morning, God morning, great morning. This is Minister UK. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Good morning, my friend. Happy Favorite Friday. I so absolutely appreciate you. Have a super dope day. I love super dope day. All right. You do the Good same. morning, good morning. Uh oh, good. Who was this? It's Deborah Evans. I was just saying good morning. Oh, good, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, Me happy too. favorite Friday. Yeah, welcome, happy welcome. Thank you. Hey, hey. Good morning. Yeah. Amen, John. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. God is good all the time. Good morning, morning. Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. I heard two people at the same time. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's sunshine. Sunshine. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy favorite Friday. Glad you're with us. Thank you. Uh huh. Can I ask for a prayer request for myself? Um, I'm yeah. having, I'm still having extreme pain in my lower back, and it's causing my my right leg to to hurt as well. Um, so if you could please pray for me that this pain will go away. Absolutely, Susie. We sure will. Thank you so much. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, my brother. Glad to hear your voice. Likewise, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning, sis. Good morning, it's Pretty Patrice. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Pretty Patrice. Welcome, welcome. Happy Friday. Hi, Hey, how are you? Very good, very good. Good morning, good morning. Wonderful, wonderful. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I am a Good morning, brother. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. And the joy (laughs) of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. I just have to get that hallelujah out. I love you. Okay. (laughs) I'm cracking Mm -hmm. up. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to hear your voice. Good morning. This is Mary. God bless you. Mary, God bless you as well. Happy Friday, Friday, and glad that you're with us this morning. 
Glad to be here. Good morning, Shay. Good morning. Ms. Who is B. this? Miss B. B. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. Happy Friday. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Glad you're with us. An affirmation from the Word of God. I am a Christian. I am worthy, even a, a spiritual, worthy of every spiritual blessing. I am chosen. I am forgiven. I am secure. I am enough. I am in God's heart. I am focused and clear. I am 100% saved, and I am extra. <laughs> Those are my I am affirmations. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Anybody else joining the line? Good morning. I am thankful. Happy Friday. This there is it happy- is. There it is. <laughs> good morning, thankful. Good morning, declaring victory. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. God bless everyone on the call. Hey, hey. And I just want to thank the Lord this morning and every day as I give him thanks as I buried my auntie yesterday. And then, well, we had the service and then I have another one. Um, my uncle on the 28th, so keep us in prayer, the McCann family and the Wilson family, so praise God that he's getting the strength to go through, and the rest of the family and her children. Yes, Amen. thank you, Jesus. God bless Amen. you. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. And we speak strength for you and your family and seek strength that way for the, the next service uh, and strength as you go yeah. through your, your bereavement. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Um, it's beloved Barb. Happy Friday. Come on, beloved Barb. Come on through. I hear you. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Somebody else. It was two at the same time. Yes. Good morning. My name is Latoya Gray. Um, happy Friday. I wanted to have a prayer request for myself and my husband, Brett. Um, that our marriage stay rooted and centered in Christ. Rooted and centered in Christ. I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh-huh. Amen, amen, amen. Anybody else joining us this morning? Hallelujah. I'm going to say my affirmations one more time. Amen. Great way to start your day. I am a Christian. I am worthy of every spiritual blessing. I am chosen. I am forgiven. I am secure. I am enough. I am in God's heart. I am focused and clear. And I am 100% saved. And I am extra. Amen. Amen. Those are my I am affirmations I'd love to share with you this morning. Amen. Amen. Anybody else join the line before we get started? Because it's almost our time. Amen. 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 Well, uh, it's time to get started. And I said all those I am, but I am excited. I'm excited uh, to be with my brothers and my sisters, my sisters and my brothers, my family and my folks uh, with declaring victory. And I'm excited. Um, So let's go ahead and get started. My name is Minister E.K. Dawson. 
Uh, and before we move forward, I want to ask everybody, if you wouldn't mind, please, ma'am, please, sir, to put your phones on mute so that we can proceed, so that we can proceed. I'm your host this morning, and thank you for joining Declaring Victory. And we are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that is to edify, to empower, to encourage, and to equip you in your walk with Christ. Yes, uh, be sure to continue joining us throughout the entire month of November. Our theme for this month is strength. Our theme for this month is strength. And all of our declarations are focused on the power of God's strength for our lives. And make sure that you call in and be edified and encouraged, empowered to live life out loud according to the will and the purpose of God and his holy word. Uh, there are There is one announcement today, and that's join us this evening at 6 p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 Eastern Standard Time for Friday Night Live. Sister Didi, who was actually on the line, Sister Didi will share with us on the subject is rest. You will be sure be blessed. Rest. And uh, the topic is rest, and you you are sure to be blessed. Um, we've heard several prayer requests prior to going uh, for that uh, marriaging will be rooted and, grind, and grounded, and then we've heard several other prayer requests for Sister Susie and uh, for, um, I believe it was Sister Yvonne, um, for her family. Uh, and the order this morning, the order of the call and corporate prayer is brought by our own brother Jeff, uh, our standing man of God, and then uh, Declare Victory, who will bring our declaration uh, for declaring victory this morning, will be Pierre. Uh, and then <clears throat> we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare, right? And then uh, our scripture for today is Psalms 28 and 11. That's 28 and 11. The Lord gives me strength to his people and the Lord blesses his people with peace. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word. And at this time, we're going to ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute during our corporate prayers. And then I now pass the call to Brother Jeff, our prayer warrior. Amen. That's the call. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to your name morning, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Jesus, hallelujah. Father God, we want to come to you this morning, Lord God, with thanksgiving and praise, Lord God, opening up our mouths this morning to you, Lord God, giving you thanks, Lord God, for this day. <clears throat> hallelujah, Lord God. Another opportunity, Lord God, to reverence you, Lord God, and lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, for waking us up this morning, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah, for the breath of life, Lord God. Hallelujah, and the warm blood, Lord God, that flows through our veins this morning, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the praise, Lord God, that lives down on the inside of us, Lord God. So this morning, Lord God, 
We open up our mouths this morning, Lord God. Hallelujah. And we say thank you. Oh, glory to your name, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for all, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, that you have done for us and that you continue to do, Lord God. Lord God, there is so much, Lord God, that we have to be grateful for, Lord God, which is much, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We we thank you, Lord God, that we are cheerful this morning, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Early this morning, Lord God, we are alive and awake, Lord God, with the joy of the Lord, Lord God, down on the inside of us, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for our health and our strength, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for soundness of mind, Lord God. Glory, hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you for your holy word, Lord God, and the renewing, Lord God, of our minds, Lord God. Thank you, oh, hallelujah, Lord God, for keeping us, Lord God, hallelujah, and protecting us, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much to be grateful for, Lord God. Our hearts, Lord God. Our hearts cry out, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, and we stand against, Lord God, the wickedness that we see and hear that's going on in the world today, Lord God. Lord God, we plead the blood of Jesus, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that we know that you are in control no matter what we see, Lord God, that's going on in this world, Lord God. We say thank you, Lord God, that we are not blinded, Lord God. So, Lord God, we lift up those that are eyes that are blinded, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, by the God of this world, Lord God. We pray for their souls, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, that you touch their hearts and their minds, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, and that you give them the desire, Lord God, to be saved, Lord God. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for shelter, Lord God. This time of year, Lord God, where the weather is changing, Lord God. Hallelujah. Those that are outside, Lord God, in the elements, Lord God, uh, whatever the case may be, Lord God, whether they're uh, drug addicted, Lord God, whether they have issues, Lord God, we pray that you touch their hearts and their minds, Lord God. Give them the desire to be saved, Lord God, and come in out the elements, Lord God, and find shelter, Lord God. We pray. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, for solutions today, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, those that are in position, Lord God, to open up shelters, Lord God, and that could provide, Lord God, assistance, Lord God, to those that are in need, Lord God, those that are less fortunate than ourselves, Lord God. We pray. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We thank you for for uh, uh, the declarations this month, Lord God. We are strong, Lord God, in like. Thank you, Lord God, that is is in you, Lord God, that we draw our strength from, Lord God. Your holy word that we stand on, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. We want I want to say thank you, Lord God, for the answering of all of the spoken prayer requests, Lord God. Hallelujah. You heard the request already this morning, Lord God. We want to say thank you, Lord God, that we're standing in agreement, Lord God, through this prayer line, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, for those prayers, Lord God, and said you have already dispatched your angels, Lord God. Hallelujah. 
but the answering of those prayers, covering, hallelujah, those prayers, Lord God. Lord God, this morning I lift up the clear victory. Hallelujah, Lord God, this morning, Lord God, in every prayer line, Lord God, that kneels down and cry out to you early morning, Lord God. Now, we know that there are other prayer lines, Lord God, but we lift up, I lift up this prayer line to you, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Every believer, Lord God, and every household, Lord God, connected to declare victory, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Bless us today, Lord God, as we open up our mouths, Lord God, and cry out to you, Lord God. Thanking you, Lord God. Hallelujah for everything, Lord God. We continue, Lord God. Lord God, thank you. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. Glory to your name. We won't quit, Lord God. We won't quit. Continue, Lord God, to open up our mouths to give you praise and to give you thanks, Lord God, for everything, Lord God. Lord God, I lift up and declare it to you. Hallelujah, Lord God. As he bring us a message, Lord God, hallelujah, we pray, Lord God, that you pour back into him, Lord God, as he pour out to us this morning, Lord God. Yes, glory to your name. So much for us to be grateful for, Lord God. And this morning, Lord God, I don't know why. Hallelujah, my voice is and my prayers, Lord God, is struggling to come out this morning. So I want to ask, declare victory to come off or mute and help me to pray. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you for watching us and working Thank you. 
Thank you for loving us and protecting us and covering us, Lord God. Glory to you, Lord God. There is so much, Lord God, that we have to be grateful for, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We won't quit, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you for the zeal, Lord God, and the tenacity, Lord God, to keep going and not to quit, Lord God. We shall reap, Lord God, if we faint not, Lord God. And for that, Lord God, we say thank you, Lord God. So much, Lord God, we have to be grateful for, Lord God. And we give you praise. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, as I pass the call to the declare. Good morning again, family. Give him one moment for him to get on.
family, while we're waiting for um, Pierre, Apostle Pierre to get on, I just want to um, request that we call out Andrew Hart. Um, he's one of our greeters. He's part of Declare Victory, has been for a long time. Um, he's not well. He's in the hospital. So we want to call him out uh, and put his name in the heavens that the Lord will send his healing virtue um, and just lift him up. And for all those that we haven't heard in a while, just call their names out on this favor Friday. Uh, so hold on a second. Let's, uh, let me see where Pierre is. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Also, while we're waiting, we're going to go back into corporate prayer because there can never be enough prayer um, until I can talk to him and then we'll come right back. So, Father, we thank you again and come together again in corporate prayer, oh God, to lift up your name, oh God, to come together in agreement, oh God, with you, oh God, who you are, who we are, and we thank you, oh God, for being amazing, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Give your name praise. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Jesus, for every mercy that are new every day. Thank you for our bread. Thank you, Thank you for the prayer line to Heavenly Father. Thank you for your corporate prayers to Heavenly Father. Thank you for allowing me to be able to pray your name to Heavenly Father. Thank you for allowing me to put on the whole armor of God this morning, dear Heavenly Father, so that I can fight against in the wilds of the earth, Father, the wilds of the people, We thank you that you gave your own Thank you for the Heavenly Father. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the salvation, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, dear Heavenly Father. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for all the armor that you've given us to defeat this enemy, dear Heavenly Father. You are saying that we send him back to the pit for hell. We cast out everything that's trying to go out in heaven, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your family, dear Heavenly Father. Everybody on this call, thank you, dear Heavenly Father. Whatever is not right, whatever is not like me, dear Heavenly Father, take it away, dear Heavenly Father. Blind the enemy and we call him out, dear Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank 
of revelations that I have. Therefore, I keep, therefore, to keep me from being conceited, I am forced to deal with a recurring problem. That problem, Satan's messenger, torments me to keep me from being conceited. I begged the Lord three times to take this away from me. But he told me, my kindness is all you need. My power is strongest when you are weak. So I will brag even more about my weakness in order that Christ's power will live in me. Therefore, I accept my weakness, mistreatment, hardship, persecution, and difficulty suffered for Christ. It's clear that when I am weak, I'm strong. I want to talk about today, build your muscle. Keep building your muscle. Um, This passage of scripture, when we begin to look at it, we see that this is the time where Paul went to God three times about a thorn in his flesh. And the more that he was asking God, you know, about the thorn that was in his side, Um, God began to talk to him back. God began to talk back to him and say, hey, listen, my grace is sufficient for you. My my grace is sufficient for you. And I don't know about anybody else on the line. Um, For me, that answer would have irritated me. Because here it is, God, I'm doing this work for you. Here it is, God, I'm, I'm doing all these things, but yet there is something that's bothering me. I'm delivering people, I'm praying for people, and, and I'm doing this for you. And I'm telling you that this one thing is bothering me and you can't remove it. I've been there before. I think sometimes we've all been there before. One of my issues, and like I always say, I'm going to always be transparent about where I am or where I was in my life. But I remember going through a season in my life where I was prophesying to people and I was laying hands to people and I was counseling other people's families and I was being the life coach to everybody. And it seemed like all hell was breaking loose in my life. And I was like, God, you give me a word for everybody else. What about a word for me? What about a word for my family? Um, I'm leading worship for people week after week in service. And here I am, a wounded worshiper. Who heals the wounded worshiper, God? And God was like, no, keep worshiping. Or anytime I ask God a question about what's the next move for me, he started talking to me about someone else or start giving me another assignment. And it's been very difficult to understand the mind of God when it comes to what he's called you to. And once again, with declare victory, I don't know what it is, but every time we're assigned something, well, I'm assigned something for declare victory, God makes me walk it through or he takes me back to a moment where I had to deal with it. And so I want to share with you guys two of them this morning. One of those moments happened, I I already told you guys what happened with me and the person that um, molested me and how I'm his spiritual father now. But let me tell you what happened after that. After that, I got to a place where I ended up dating and and I I was going back and forth. And uh, a couple of women that I had dated had broke my heart. This was around my college years or whatever. And, And a couple of women I had dated had broke my heart. But there was this particular day that I went out on a date, and I wasn't with a woman. And this person said to me, you made my life so much better. And they slid a ring across the table, and they asked me to marry them. Now, 
my struggle, as I stated when I was teaching Declare Victory last month, my struggle wasn't that I didn't love God. My struggle wasn't that I was molested. My struggle wasn't that I was attracted to men and women. That, that wasn't my struggle. My struggle had nothing to do with that. My struggle had everything to do with it was fighting against what I was feeling in my spirit. I was getting in prayer line after prayer line, telling God, take this away. I was getting in deliverance line, trying to get this thing cast out. I was fasting. I was praying. And God didn't do anything yet. All the way up until this point, and I said, well, God, I don't know what else to do. So if you don't take it away, cool. All right, fine. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to live my life. And it wasn't until this particular moment. And, and last month, I talked to you about the struggle that I had, and I talked to you about the molestation and stuff. But now let me talk about the deliverance and the strength of the Lord. So here it is. I'm at this table. I'll never forget. We were at Devon's Fish Shop in Chicago, Illinois, in downtown Chicago on Michigan Avenue. And this guy who had a wonderful job, everything that I pretty much needed, proposed, and he slid a ring across the table and asked me to marry him. During this time, I was living in a place that I didn't want to live. Me and my stepfather wasn't seeing eye to eye. I was dealing with different struggles in my life. And I was just tired. I was, I was just tired. School was hard. Everything was going on. And so I went to the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and here was my prayer. God, I'm not strong enough to tell him no. So if you don't say no for me, I'm going to tell him yes. When I took that prayer, I walked out of the bathroom, went back to the table. He asked me, was everything okay? And I looked at him, and I saw his face disfigure, and I saw the spirit that was behind what was going on at that table. I saw the spirit that was behind my attraction. I saw all of the plans of the enemy behind that. And I looked at him and I said, I can't. And he asked me, was I okay? And I told him, yes. And I told him I couldn't do it. And as I began to go home, my question to God was, why did you step in right then? I've been in prayer line after prayer line. Asked for deliverance, I went to counseling, I, I cried, I prayed, I fasted, I did all of those things. And you didn't do anything, God. And he let me hear to this scripture. <laughs> it's highlighted. And he said, my grace is sufficient for you. And he began to talk to me once again about how Everything was working together. He began to talk to me about how, in my weakness, his strength is made perfect. He began to talk to me about why I had to go through what I went through. He began to talk to me about all of those things concerning even, you know, what I was called to do, who I was called to deliver, and why all of those things took place in my life where, 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 why did I have to go through the abuse? And he told, start telling me about how he assigned me the spirit of abuse. He started telling me about all of those things. But here's one thing that he said to me. 
that I hold to this day. He said to me, sometimes the things that you hate the most about yourself that you feel make you weak, I leave it there because it's the only thing that keeps you talking to me. It's the only thing that keeps you in my presence. It's the only thing that drives you to my presence. And so there's a grace that I will put on you to endure a struggle until you realize that in your weakness, my strength is made perfect. Recently, I dealt with losing my grandfather. A couple of weeks ago, I was in Detroit during that funeral. Two days after my grandfather's funeral, I had a cousin in Chicago, Deshaun, died of sickle cell at the age of 24. All of these things are happening right before the holiday for our family. And once again, those were times where God's strength was made perfect in me. It was increasing my muscle. I decided I wanted to take a break. I was like, nah, I'm not going to do this. I just need a couple of weeks off. And I said, I'm going to go to Canada, my second home. I just want to be around my church. I just want to get to a place where I'm around, you know, my church. And I don't have to be Apostle Pierre. I can be at my godmom's house in my room. I can hang out with my brothers. I don't have to be Apostle Pierre. I could just be Pierre. We can go play pool. We can go do karaoke. We can go eat. I can give me some oxtail. I can just go and relax. Well, Wednesday night, my godmom in Canada called and asked me, can I teach the couples? And I said, sure. So in the couple session, I was telling them about what the year 5783 is about. And we start talking about the Holy Spirit. There was a guy on the line by the name of Paul. And so Paul, <laughs> Paul and Wilbur, they were having difficulty understanding the Holy Spirit as it related to the gift of tongues. And so I began to break it down to them. And I told Wilbur, I said, you know, I'll get you and Paul a copy of my book. I'll bring you guys a copy of my book, The Invisible Man, because it talks about the workings of the Holy Spirit. I said, so, you know, I'll bring some with me if I have some. I said, if I don't, then you go on Amazon to order it. And they said, no, we can go order it, Apostle. We'll order it. I said, okay, no problem. Once again, I finished teaching, and my energy and my strength was depleted because I was still ministering from a place where I wasn't able to fully grieve, but I still had a call to do. I still had something I had to handle. And so I said, God, you know, this is this is crazy. Like, I can't wait till I get to Canada. So I was leaving for Canada the very next day, meaning yesterday. And I came back off of a five-day trip, came right out of that five-day trip doing the Bible class for the couples, right out of that Bible class going shopping. Because when I get back, I'm hosting Thanksgiving dinner at my house and 
had to come in, get all that stuff, grab my suitcase, and be at the airport to fly into Canada. Get to the airport in Atlanta, and I said, I'm just going to relax. I met a Caucasian guy by the name of Paul there. He was a businessman, and one of the flight attendants that was working the next flight said, where are you going now? You're always going somewhere. And I said, you're always interacting with somebody. So I'm going home to Canada just to rest for a couple of days. And the man said, oh, you're Canadian? I said, no, I said, I'm American, but I have no citizenship. He said, oh, that's cool. How are you? How, how is that? I said, it's going good. And we him sat there. We talked, and we realized that we had some things in common. He lives in St. Augustine, Florida, but he used to go back and forth to Chicago, which is my hometown. And he was talking about how the food that was great. And he knew of Devon's restaurant, uh, Buddy Guy's Legend. We start talking and we begin to communicate it. And we start talking about different things and different businesses that he owned and the business that I'm trying to open up, the Performing Arts Academy. We start talking about all of these things. And then he said, well, what else do you do? And I said, well, I pastor a church. And he said, oh, that's really cool. He said, you know, as Christians, Sometimes we need to extend more grace. And he started talking about evangelism and outreach. And I said, you know, that's good. So by this time, they're calling for us to board the plane. And he said, so you going to Canada to preach? I said, no, I have a church there, but I'm really just going to relax. I said, I'm just tired, so I'm going to relax for a while, for a few days. And he says, man, he said, you know, I appreciate what you do. You know, I love Delta. I love the company you work for. He said, and you seem like you got your head on straight and the kids are going to be lucky to have you. And we just talked about those things. And he got went ahead and board. And as I waited for my ticket and my seat assignment, they assigned me a seat. And the seat was 16E. Still talking about strengths being made perfect. When I got on the plane, I put my suitcase up in the front, and I walked back to 16E, and who was sitting in 16B? I mean, I'm sorry, 16E. I was my seat. 16B was his seat. D was his seat. And so I look up, and Paul is sitting in 16B. I'm sitting in 16E. He said, good to see you again, Pierre. I said, yeah, man. I said, I didn't know they sat us next to each other. And we sat there, and we began to talk. And he said, you know, the earth needs more people like you. You you go ahead and relax, man. You go ahead and relax. He said, hey, listen. He said, you know, I want to share something with you. And so in my mind, I'm like, sir, I just want to go to sleep. I want to just take a nap for these two hours because I know when my family sees me in Canada, they're going to, like, start running me. But I just want to just rest. But I, nevertheless, I start talking to him. And he said, I want to share something with you. He said, I'm reading this amazing book. He said, I think you should get it. He said, because it's the most simplest form of understanding the Holy Spirit that I've ever read. He pulls out the book. You guys, I got I got pictures that I can show you. He pulls out the book, and he's reading my book. He's reading The Invisible Man. And I said, Paul, look down. And he looked down. And I said, do you remember my name? He said, yes, Pierre. I said, look down. He looked down. 
And I showed him my ID. I said, you're reading my book. And he said, oh, my God. He said, man, he said, this has to be God. Because I was scheduled to be on the next flight. He said, but I want to tell you that this book has helped me understand the Holy Spirit. He said, you've made it to my personal collection, my library. He said, and I, I'm, I share your book. He said, wow, that's amazing. He says, you strengthen a lot of people in their belief in the Holy Spirit. And he asked me to sign it. And I said, well, can I take a picture? I said, nobody's going to believe this. And so I took a picture with them. I got in the car when I got to Canada. And my godmom says, hey, hey, P, you know, this Sunday at the church is Men's Sunday. And so when they found out Apostle Pierre was coming to town, they wanted you to lead worship. But the man that was supposed to preach said that he feels that you have a word for the man. He feels that you have a word to strengthen the man. In my mind, in my flesh, I was like, God, what is going on? But my spirit man was like, oh, God. I understand what you're doing. Because in my weakness, you're made strong. When I feel like the things that I'm dealing with, the issues in my life are tormenting me, the thorns in my flesh from my life are sinking deeper and deeper in my skin, I have to realize that you're giving me a grace. You're helping me build tough skin. When, when people ridicule, when people come up against me, when, when family issues, all of these things that the enemy sends as distractions, that the enemy sends as thorns, these are the things that keep us talking to God, but these are the things that gives us a grace to gain more strength. These are the moments that you build your muscle. Last story, and I'll let you guys go. When you begin to read a scripture about a guy by the name of Samson who had his strength in his hand. Samson went and he fell in love with Delilah. And the conspirators went to Delilah to find out what the source of Samson's strength was. And so when she found out that it was in his hair, he was tired and he laid his head in her lap. And she began to cut his locks lock by lock it. When they woke up, they grabbed him, blinded him. He lost his strength and they tied him to two pillars. But he prayed and he said, God, if you give me the strength one more time. And he began to push. And the pillars came down. And yes, he died, but I don't want to focus on his death. I want to focus on two things. How do I maintain my strength? And what do I do when my strength is gone? How do you maintain the strength? Point number one is this. I maintain my strength by keeping my head out of the lightless lap. You have to keep your head 
out of the place that's desiring to find the source of your strength. How do I, and I'm talking about me, keep my strength? How was I able to maintain my deliverance after that moment? How was I able to maintain being delivered from anger issues? How was I able to maintain being delivered from homosexuality? How was I able to maintain being delivered from abandonment issues? I kept myself out of Delilah's lap. I kept myself out of the place of temptation. I kept myself out of the place where the enemy can see my vulnerability. I switched my place where I laid my head. Samson laid his head on Delilah's lap, and he lost his strength. Jacob laid his head on a rock, and he saw a vision. You got to be careful where you lay your head, because that will maintain what you get and what you receive. Point number two is this. Even when you've lost your strength, you have to have the strength to have one more prayer. Jameson had one more prayer. He had enough strength in him to have one more prayer. As long as you have one more prayer, there's one more opportunity for God to give you more strength. As long as you can pray one more time, as long as you can lift your hands one more time, the issue and the mistake that they made with Samson was although they tied his hands, they didn't cover his mouth. Going back to our base scripture, verse number nine is our landing point. But he told me, my grace is all you need. My power is strongest when you are weak. So I will brag even more about my weakness in order that Christ's power will live in me. If his power is strongest in our weakness, I don't mind being weak for him. I don't mind being weak if I know that his power is going to be strong in me. Because that means I don't have to rely on my own power. Maybe that's why I have to be patiently waiting in his presence. had a new revelation about a scripture in Psalms that says, but they that wait upon the Lord. He shall renew their strength. They that wait, they that wait. And I was looking at it two ways. I was looking at it as they that wait, like you sit there and you wait on the Lord. But you also can look at it as they that wait, like a waiter in a restaurant. They that wait on the Lord. They that run back and forth and say, God, what is it that you need? Do you need anything else from me? They that wait on the Lord, he shall renew their strength. Sometimes our strength being renewed isn't in a sitting still. I'm realizing that sometimes 
our strength is when we serve and when we say, God, what else do you need me to do? That's my declaration, guys. Keep building your muscle. Even when you're at your weakest moment, the thing that you hate most about yourself, the thing that's irritating you the most, the thing that you just want God to take away, and if he takes this away, you'll be good. It's the thing that he's using to build your muscle. It's the thing that he's using to give you a ministry. But most of all, he leaves it there because it's the thing that keeps you talking to him. Because if he takes it, your communication will stop because you'll think that you are all good. So keep building your muscle. Father, I thank you for your sons and daughters on the line. I thank you, God, for what you're doing in their lives. I thank you for this season of strength that we're in. I thank you, God, that Declare Victory is a place where we can be vulnerable, where we can be transparent. I thank you for Dion. I thank you, God, for the staff that you have, that you have given us. And, Lord, I decree and declare that even right now, God, you're making your strength perfect in us, even in our weakness. Father, we have many different weaknesses on the line. Thank you, Lord. We have many different weaknesses on the line. We have many different struggles on the line. But, Father, I thank you that you're giving us a testimony through these struggles. You're building our strength through these struggles. But, Father, most of all, I thank you that your grace is enough to keep us through these struggles. And your grace is sufficient. We give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Anybody want to say good morning? Anybody have any questions, comments, concerns? Floor is open. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Good morning. It's Chris Shonda. God bless hey, you. Thank you for this amazing declaration, and I pray that God refreshes you. Jesus name. Thank you. I'm refreshed. I got sleep. <laughs> Good morning. This is Sister Tracy. Thank you for that powerful word. Oh my God. I just I've had to sit down and like I just was like, Wow. I work for Delta, so I know that that was all God. There's no coincidences. Yeah. Oh, we work for the same company. Hey. Y- yes. <laughs> So you understand the struggle? Yes. Hey, good morning. Good morning. It's Didi Apostle Pierre. I love you to life. Oh, my God. All I can think about is his grace is sufficient for me. And as you were just sharing about the whole, your whole testimony, what you've gone through, what you've been through, rest in my soul. I'm doing... Friday Night Live on rest. And so you just gave me a whole nother way to go. I thank God for you, man of God. Like, I know you're, you could be my son age-wise, but I get so much wisdom from you. So I'm just grateful for what God has for you and your transparency and your awesome, authentic testimony has freed some people. Because a lot of people are dealing with things that they can't talk about. But you have made it okay to say this is what happened to me, and I'm healed. Not I'm healing, but I'm healed. I love you to lie. I really do, and I appreciate you so much. Continue to stand on his word, because, wow, your next is 
is oh my god i'm just i just love you that's all thank you b i love you as well i love you as well tell my brother i said what's up good morning um pierre apostle pierre i enjoyed you too um i enjoy how you are very open um with your life and how god has truly um changed you i used to um i'm not sure if this is called religious but i used to always think that uh when people talked about their life um they were boasting i didn't know that it's it's a testimony and that it would free people and stuff like that and so every time i hear you i always think oh man i wish my son was on the phone to hear him i just keep praying for his life and everything like that so I really enjoy you every time you get on, Pastor Pierre, and thank God. Um, I thank God for you and want God to continue to bless your life and everything like that. This is Cynthia. God bless you. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Love you as well. Good morning, pa- Apostle Pierre. This is Persistent Priscilla. Um, I just want to say thank you this morning from my heart. My goodness. It's just I've heard you many, many times, and and, and you're you're just an, an incredible blessing to the body. Um, and I thank you for your transparency. This particular um, um, word that you gave, because dealing with strength is something I need right now. Um, when you're overwhelmed, but to look, it's all about perspective, as as they've been saying, and how you look at something and what God is doing and allowing God to truly rely upon God's strength and, and leaning not to your own understanding, but just giving everything over to him. And I just appreciate you so much. Um, I want to buy your book, um, The Invisible Man. Uh, you said it was on, I think you said Amazon, if I heard you correctly, is where I could purchase it. Yes, it's but on Amazon. I definitely, okay, excellent. I definitely want to buy it. But so such a good a good word on strength and i wrote down so much so i'm gonna listen to it again that's how much because i'm getting ready to to get out of here and go do what i got to do for the day and you know how that is so you feel like you might have missed something and i don't want to miss anything on this particular um teaching so i just want to say thank you man of god and truly appreciate you thank you i appreciate you as well Good morning. This is Mary. I just, I was just, I was just overwhelmed when you say, "Watch where you lay your head. Watch your head. Don't, don't lay. Watch where you lay your head. Don't lay it somewhere where someone desire to take your strength." That is just so powerful. Uh, you know, I heard the story of Samson so many times, uh, but it just, it was just, um, you know, I know it was kind of like I'm kind of um, paraphrasing what you said, but that's how it felt to me. It's like, watch where you lay your head. Don't mm-hmm. put your head where people desire to take your strength. You know, maybe you may not even always know that, but you got to be careful to protect and watch where you're laying your head. So that was just just marvelous for me. I just thank you so much uh, for you pushing are- through and getting on because <laughs> you had a, power, a powerful message. And so I thank you for your transparency and sharing because sometimes we don't always like to tell our things. But those are the things that God said people are overcomers behind the words of 
uh, the blood of the lamb, the words of our testimony. Well, the blood of the lamb was a one-time thing. You don't need that. The blood still works. But our testimonies, the true testimonies, is what helps other people to push through and overcome. So I appreciate that. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Let, let me expound on one thing that you said. Um, watch where you lay your head. Your head doesn't necessarily have to be a place of temptation or seduction. Watch where you lay your head. What's in your head? Your ideas, mm-hmm. your your concepts. Mm-hmm. So you have to be careful where you lay your head. Where mm-hmm. where you when you lay down and you rest your head on a pillow, you're laying down to to rest, to recuperate, to recover. And so sometimes even in laying down and, and resting your head, you got to be careful of where you rest your ideas, where you rest the revelation that God is giving you, where you resting your next moves. You can't tell everybody everything because oh, you are on pillow. That that was the very thing that resonated when you said that you can't tell everybody everything. And when I said that, it included a lot of things, and you just pulled out those things that 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 it hit me for. You can't, even as excited as I am about the things of God, I can't tell everybody because everybody is not as excited for me. Mm-hmm. The, the feeling is not mutual everywhere. So you have to be careful. Just watch it. You know, I, this is just great. I appreciate it. Yeah. This was just a blessing. So, yeah. And, and when you guys go back and read that story, when you go back and read the story of Samson and uh, Delilah, when you go back and read that story, You'll find out Delilah actually loved them, <laughs> but her love was able to be bought. <laughs> so there are people love you, <laughs> but their loyalty can be bought. <laughs> well, they can steal what you possess. Yeah, jealousy goes a lot of different ways. Just even from the ones that love, loved ones can be possessed with yeah. that. So I, it's just amazing. And Judas, I'm, I'm, Judas loved Jesus. But his yeah. loyalty would be bought. Yeah, Hallelujah. Yeah, that was that was a great. That was just profound in so many ways. And so, yeah, thanks so much. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning, all. Uh, uh, this is uh, LD. Eric. Yeah. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. So listen, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to uh, Samson, Ms. Lively, and really just kind of gave me uh, some inspiration. Uh, me and my wife, we run the Marriage Matters. Marriage Ministry is on Monday from 630 to 730. And um, if I'm not correct, Samson was married to Lively. And so it just it just it just really kind of spoke to me on, on on the dangers. And no, it's not this is not popular, but these age of being yoked to somebody who doesn't have the same beliefs. Mm. And we talk yeah. about none. We talk about the strategies of the enemy. We can go all the way back to the Old Testament when Naaman was like, I can't curse Israel. But I'll tell you what, 
you send your women down there, and they will influence the men. Now, I'm not talking, I'm not anti-woman, I'm not saying, but I'm just saying that you get the influence when you're married. From my experience, you're married 12 years. Um, my wife can ask her to do something that nobody else can ask me to do. I was like, nah, I ain't going to do that because I love my wife. And I'm not saying positive negative because I love my wife because I'm cleaving. And this is what the Bible says, cleaving. And you can cling to somebody who's unyoked. But the influence is still there. And, and, and when you talk about Although it's not popular, there are some things that God will be like, hey, listen, don't align yourself with this. Because if you align yourself with this, it will damage where I'm trying to take you overall. I appreciate that. Anyone else? Good morning, Apostle Pierce, Rochelle. Oh, my God, I'm amazing to share. I'm amazing. I love it. Um, a Friday is my favorite day, and that's why I say favorable Friday. Every day is a favorite Friday, but today um, was extremely favorable um, because you confirmed some things in my prayer time. Thank you for pressing and allowing the Lord to strengthen you. Um, and yes, it is. It's 
we have to be careful where we lay our head. It can be our strength or it can be the draining um, force for it all. So, yeah, my mom used to always say, girl, be careful when you lay your head. Don't be going off from here and there. I don't care how late it is. If you got to get in your own car and go to sleep, do that. But I get it. Now that I'm an adult, I get it. Um, and thank you. Thank you for your share. Thank you for your strength. Keep, keep pressing. And I think uh, the book's about to start flying off the shelves again. So God bless you, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? Good morning, Apostle. This uh, is Juliet. Yeah. Hey, Juliet. Yeah, I just really, this. it was like, one other person was saying how you were um, unpacking it, just kind of, I just had to be still and just absorb what you were saying. And um, I think the thing that really stood out to me, well, what everybody else was saying as far as the, you know, resting your head, but how you just unpacked the grace component, you know, um, brought it in living color through your testimony, you know, really unpacked what, it, you know what God was saying when He says, "My grace is sufficient." I remember I've read that in like <laughs> many times and never heard it unpacked like that. Um, got a vague understanding, but but you know, in times past, now after listening to you, it, you know, um, I, I I understand what the scriptures means now. So I just wanted to say that, yeah, that right there, I'm just like stuck there, um, you know. Not to, you know, be so hard on myself, you know, because um, the enemy, that's another trick of the enemy. It's like uh, just trying to keep you, I think it's an air kind of like a, a, in a state of makes you try, makes you think that you, in some ways you don't need God when you pressure yourself so much on a certain situation and, and that God is not, allowed, you know, he's not taken from you. Um Sometimes, you know, you can be in that place of perfection mentally, like, I should be able to get over this, you know, but the I component is is the forerunner for making sense. But anyway, yeah. thank you for unpacking that. No Great. problem. No problem. When we begin to understand grace, uh, Paul says it this way. He says, must, must I continue in sin and grace abound, God forbid. Um, but... It's not saying that because there's grace we can sin, but what that says is um, when God, well, I'll speak for me, when I was going through that season in my life and God said, my grace is sufficient, there was some things that I learned in the lifestyle that helped me to deliver people from the lifestyle now. And so there, there's a grace that even in your sin, God will say, hey, listen, I'm showing you something. I'm teaching you something. Through what the enemy is trying to use to destroy your life, I'm going to take this thing. I'm going to show you the secrets. I'm going to show you how the enemy got in. I'm going to show you what the enemy desires to do, and I'm going to bring you out of this. And when I bring you out of this, I want you to use those same weapons that the enemy tried to bind you with. And I'm going to use those new keys, and I'm going to have you unlock other people to release them. And so the, the message of grace is so amazing. It's so amazing. Anyone else? Pastor Pierre. Yeah, yes. Dee Dee, real quick again. 
when you talked about how you would go and, you know, get in all these healing lines, deliverance, and all of that, and God wasn't moving for you in that thing. It just, oh, God, I'm trying not to cry. Can you go back there a little bit? Just because there's people that I think that will, you know, I remember going to every conference every day. You know, I would be trying to get to, if it was a relationship conference or or a single thing, you know, until it's like, God, what am I missing? So can you just go back to that little piece, if you don't mind? Yeah, during that time, during that time, I was trying to, um, I was dealing with a spiritual identity crisis. Mm. Along with dealing with a sexual identity crisis. But what I did not understand until that moment where God delivered me is that I had my identity because Christ is. It wasn't a crisis. It was God showing me, hey, listen, Christ is. I'm a healer. I'm a deliverer. And so I was trying to force my deliverance. I was trying to force myself out of a process because I was tired of being judged by people, not realizing that what I was going through was going to be the foundation of my ministry and how God was going to use me. So if God would have deliver me right then without me learning the lessons, without me learning how the enemy worked through the uh, acts of homosexuality, without me learning how the enemy would use abandonment and rejection, how the enemy would use abuse. If if I never went through any of that stuff, and, and if, God, if I would have prayed that one time and God said, all right, cool, you're delivered, I would have mm. prematurely entered into ministry without the right tools. Because what happened was, and let's, Dee Dee always get me in trouble, but let's talk about why I didn't get delivered in those lines. I didn't get delivered in those lines because by the time I got to the line, I never told anybody that I was in a homosexual relationship. I never told anybody that I was dealing with rejection. I never told anybody that I was abused or molested. So what would happen is when I got down to the deliverance line, that person that was, quote, unquote, the altar worker would say, and I bind the spirit of homosexuality. Well, by that time, I'm offended. I got into a prayer line one time, and the lady said, yeah, I was waiting for you because, you know, God, God want to deal with that homosexuality. Well, no, 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 no. You, you judge that and you preconceive that because you saw the people that I was sitting next to. It had nothing to do with discernment. Because the reality is when we what the church has called discernment is really judgment. Because when we look at a person and we're able to see their proclivity or we're able to see their struggle, God will never reveal to you someone's struggle without giving you the strategy and the capacity to bring deliverance to it. So if I don't have deliverance or if I don't have a, a solution to what I see, then I'm judging it. Discernment is seeing someone as a completed work, seeing them through Jesus' eyes. And so what would happen when, when, let me, when, when God did deliver me and I did go up for prayer, the intercessor didn't say, 
and I come against the spirit of homosexuality. I, I, I come against the residue of homosexuality. What she said is she said, I speak to the prophet in you. And I say that because of the struggles that you are dealing with, that God is going to use that thing and he's going to birth you through. You start speaking the solution of how God sees them. And it unravels them out of the hand of the enemy. And so the reason deliverance line after deliverance line didn't work when I was asking God to remove it was because I didn't have a grace to sustain me for ministry moments like this. If I would, if I would have got delivered when I asked God to do it the first time, I would never share this testimony because I would be afraid of the the response. I would be afraid of people still associating my life with that. I would be afraid of people walking away from my ministry because they found this out about me. And so what happens is when God gives you a grace for something, by the time you get to the place where he fully brings deliverance, you're so glad about the deliverance, you don't care who walks away because you want people to see God's glory and his grace. Because the, the testimony then becomes, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. Wow. When I, wow. You know what, Apostle? Let me, I'm about to just run. I got to put my phone. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Anyone else? Hallelujah. That spoke to me. Amen. Happy Friday. That that right there. Lay your head. And what you just recently said, you got me with chill bumps all over my body because people judge you by who you with, who you are, and you cannot get deliverance from a judgmental spirit and people not giving you a resolution. Not that they have the answer because we know God has the answer, but God speaks through people that are prophetic and, you know, have the word to give to you to sustain you. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. This is Jeanette. Everybody have a blessed day. Bye. Bless you. Anyone else? Pastor, All right. Good. Pastor Peter. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, first, I'm <laughs> sorry, Sonia. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sonia. It's good. It's all good. Go ahead. I, I don't it's have much. I'm like D, I, I'm almost like Didi, but it's just like now you coming out the the corner. It's like you were. It's like a boxing. Now you coming out of that corner swinging in a different manner, and you just knocking everything out the way. It it woo wee. It's like I you're boxing. That's all I can say. And you're knocking it out. It's like you just you you just don't know. You just put wind in people's lungs, and it's like fire, fire. That's all I could say. Well, for me, I could say for me right now, it's like coming out the ring, out that corner, and we're boxing. And like they were saying, you can't judge nobody. You can't even put your lips on them. And like I used to tell people, I, I must taste good because all the way to the grill for me, because that's where the seasoning is. Mm-hmm. Let me let me let me let me. Ooh, Apostle Pierre, uh, persistent again. Um, hey. hey, 
<laughs> wow. You know when you hear the truth. When you're with God and you're searching for the truth, you know when you hear it. And it's something in that what you have said resonates so deeply with me because I want to be set free and I want that free indeed. And I want that liberty. And I want to know who I am. And I want my ministry. Yeah. Now I've been told. And so, so I just thank you again because you, you know, <laughs> you settled with the truth and, and you got set free and you, and you, and you stayed with the Lord long enough and you dwelt long enough and you dealt with your truth. And I guess you asked the right questions too, all through the process. So much so that it's such a gift this morning. It's such a blessing this morning that you're tapping into some of ours, if not all of ours, some part of our deliverance, some part of our understanding, some part of a revelation that we need. And I just, I just, I'm just grateful. I'm very grateful for this this morning. So I just want to say thank you again. You know, we have heard some truth and we have dined incredibly sufficiently this morning. Um, um, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, oftentimes when you look at the motto of uh, recovery or AA, they say that the first step is admitting there is a problem. Uh, I agree. However, I would say the first steps of deliverance is this. Um, this is what I teach people even when I do deliverance counseling and things or when I do counseling or life coaching. I tell people the first step is not admitting that there is a problem. The first step is believing that God told you the truth. You have to believe that God told you the truth about who you are. Once you believe that God told you the truth, now you can admit there's a problem because, God, you said I'm a prophet. I believe you. But this right here doesn't look like the life of someone that's a prophet. Once you admit that he – that you once you believe that he told you the truth and then you admit where you are, it gives him permission to come in and handle it. But the moment that you don't admit that there's a problem, what ends up happening is you start living under a false identity, and you're trying to keep up a persona for people who don't have the capacity to bring deliverance to what you're dealing with. And so we walk around receiving false deliverance just so people can accept us just so people will like us. Most of the powerful influencers in scripture went through so much rejection and people did not like them, but they were most powerful. Mm. Because they believed that God told them the truth. Although they had excuses. Moses was like, I'm gonna be a deliverer, but I got a stuttering problem. But then he, be he believed the assignment. He said, well, who should I tell them sent me? I am that I am. Jeremiah, I'm too young. No, you're going to go where I tell you to go. He went. 
Gideon, you're a mighty man of valor. You're going to destroy the Midianites. But I'm the least of my family. Now, go, go tear down your family's altars first, and then I'm going to use you. No, it was me. Hello. Hi, Apostle Pierre. Hey. Hi. I was um last last month when you did your um testimony, I asked you for your information so I could look you up and stuff and possibly uh sign up for your classes, but I lost the whole book. Could you give me your information again, please? Sure. And thank you uh, again. This today was so enlightening. I'm sorry. Today was so amazing. I got to share You're with welcome. you, like, um, in the beginning when you first started, I was so sleepy and tired, I did not want to hear it at all. I was like, I'm not for it today. And then you woke me up so much, I'm ready to, like, man, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, uh, blessings. Uh, my Facebook page is Pierre Robinson. Okay, Pierre. Robinson. Robinson. Mm-hmm. And then my um, the number to our office mm-hmm. is... Three one three. Let me make sure the right number. I'm sorry. Hold on. It is three one three. Yep. Three zero six. Say that one again. Three one three. Three zero. Three one three. Three three zero six. Zero four four. Zero four. Okay, bam. Hold on. Can you, I'm so sorry. The little one is here. Can you give me the last four digits? Zero four four six. Zero four four six. Thank you so much, and I'm sorry for the interruption. Oh, you are. Okay. Come on, Kim. Anyone else? Apostle Pierre, this is Sonia. I have to go back to where you said about being careful where you lay your head, and you mentioned how you you did the comparison how. Samson laid his head in Delilah's lap. And then uh-huh. you said something about how Jacob laid his head on a rock. That got me. Because yeah, because that, how he laid his head on a rock, and he laid his, the rock was Jesus. And how, and it took me, and I just saw how the angels were ascending and descending and how they would give him messages. It just, that, I, I saw a whole visual. just saw the whole thing. And it's, how, like you said, how you can lay your head somewhere you shouldn't and how you can lay your head where you should. And mm-hmm. where you, you get, you, you receive bad messages, you can not receive messages or get messages that you shouldn't or be in an atmosphere where you shouldn't and it's not conducive and be in an atmosphere where it's just a whole, you receive everything and it's all in you. So it's just how you see it, the lap that you lay in, where you, uh, the pillow, the pillow that you lay your head on. And how your where your ears, like it says, you have to guard your ear gate and your eye gate. That that whole that's where it took me. What you hear is really really important. And where we put our where we walk, where we talk, where where our feet go. So it's I mean this whole everything. What you what you just did today, like I said, came out the 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 ring that I the corner that I was in, ready to swing. I gotta go. So it was just like a whole new, whole bunch of breath, whole bunch of wind that's in my lungs. It's like ready, just it's, it's like ready to burst open. Well, thank you. Hey, go for it, go for it. Because even when you go back and read those two, uh, those two different passages, uh, Samson laid his head in Delilah's lap and he lost his strength, but he also lost his sight. 
Jacob laid his head on a rock and he saw a vision. So where you put your head can determine you losing your sight or you getting a vision. Some of us have laid our head in places and we lost the vision that God gave us for our life because now we've wrapped our head in someone else's lap, and so now we're seeing what they want us to see. Or we're so wrapped up in them that we lose sight of God. We lose sight. We lose sight of God because, and I've been there, I've lost sight of God because I was so in love. And so we just got to watch with, with, and what we have to ask ourselves is what I'm connecting to, does what I'm connecting to have the potential to give me vision or take it away? Anyone else? Anyone else? Apostle Pierre, I'm, I apologize. This is um, PR. I was trying to get your number, and it didn't come through clearly. May I have your phone number again, please? Sure. It's 313. 313-306-0446. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Powerful share. Powerful share. Powerful declaration. Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else going once? Anyone else going twice? Anyone else going three times? All right, let me pray and bless your day. Father, I thank you in Jesus' name for your sons and daughters that are in the sound of my voice. Father, I speak blessings over their day. I speak that the blessings of the Lord that make it rich and that no sorrow to them will overtake them on this day. Father, I speak that any distractions, anything that will come to frustrate their times and seasons, we send it back to the sender in Jesus' name. Father, we bind every demonic force that has been released as an ambush to their destiny. We bind it and release it to the sender in Jesus' name. And we decree and declare that your angels that excel in strength, Father, we'll keep them, watch over them. Father, we pray for those that are assigned to work with them, by them, and for them on today. Father, I thank you that the Midas touches their portion, that everything that they do, that they do today, Father, will work for them. Father, I thank you that you're going to give them clear insight, clear direction, clear transmission. Father, allow your navigating angels to navigate them to the right people at the right time. Father, I speak, God, decree and declare that there should be no accidents, no pullovers, no mishaps. Father, I bind premature death. I speak to their destiny. I cover their destiny with grace. I speak to their past, and I decree and declare to their past that it has no permission to talk to their destiny or their future. Father, I thank you for them. And I speak, God, that your name will begin to ring out from their spirits on today, Father, and that men will see you through them. And I give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys. And until next month, love you. Love you too. Blessing. Have a blessing, everyone. 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 Have a bl